If you are working on getting your first or maybe even second or third freelance client, then this strategy session that I am having today with Amna, who is one of our Freelance Accelerator students, is going to be super, super valuable for you. Amna is in the process of closing her first freelance client for bada bing, $4,000. Oh my gosh, Amna, I'm so proud of you and so impressed with your progress. Um, I'm gonna talk through some, some of the high level tips and strategies that we get into in this conversation, but first, Welcome to the Successful Fashion Freelancer Podcast. Sometimes I forget to introduce myself and I just get so excited about the conversation, um, but I do wanna let you know, hi, I'm your host, Heidi, and if this is your first time or your 50th time listening, welcome, and thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in. I hope you're having a great day, whatever it is you are doing right now, and I hope you are as excited as I am for this conversation with Omna. Um, so yeah, as I said, she's in our Freelance Accelerator program and she is working on closing her first $4,000 project. Not just her first $4, her first project for $4,000, amazing. Um, here are a couple of the high level things that we talked through. One is Amna was having some trouble getting responses to her emails and that was actually kind of the precipice of her application for this strategy session. And she applied, I think maybe three or four weeks ago. We just got on the call today and what I love about Amna, and I talk about this in the, in the conversation, and, and I want to just highlight this because I think this is so important for those of you who are striving to be successful fashion freelancers, is while Amna applied three or four weeks ago and she was stuck when she applied, our conversation today, she was in a very different place than when she had applied for her strategy session three weeks ago. What she did was she took action and she said, you know what? I've got this call with Heidi and I am going to put my best foot forward to come to the call prepared and with something to share. Um, and even though this is where I'm stuck right now, I'm gonna keep making progress. And she tried some things and some things worked and some things didn't work. And that is the characteristic that I see in every successful fashion freelancer. You don't sit stuck for any amount of time. You're like, that's not working? Great, let me do some research, let me figure out, let me try something else. Um, and so one of the things she was stuck on, like I said, was not being able to get responses from brands. And she was emailing out to the info at email, which often just can kind of go into a black hole. So she shares a tip on a cool plugin that she found that is helping her find email addresses. Um, she then decided to apply for some gigs on Upwork. And even though the gigs had like one sentence project description, which is very vague. There was no information about the brand or what they even actually really needed. She went ahead and applied anyway, and she took the strategies that she has learned inside of Freelance Accelerator, and she just said, you know what, this is the best I can do for the application, and here's how I'm gonna write the application, and guess what? That's one of the applications that she wrote, she heard back from, and that's the $4,000 project she's working on closing right now. Um, so she talks exactly through what she wrote in her proposal and how she uh, positioned it to stand out, even though there was not much information to go on. She also talks about how she took the project off of Upwork, because Upwork fees can be a little bit high, so she shares a, a cool little trick she did to take the project off of Upwork. Um, we also talk a little bit about what she can do if she doesn't know a certain part of the process or if she doesn't want to do a certain part of the process. Um, two of the examples were sourcing factories and uh, doing the grading and the, the graded spec and the fitting. And those are not things that she wants to do. 
nor does she feel she's really qualified to do. And so we talk about how she can have a conversation with the brand and let them know that that's not what she can do and what her various options are to uh, to present that to the brand and say, you know what, here's I, I you know what I'm I'm not really uh, at a level to help you with this, but here's some options we can talk about. Um, so if you're feeling stuck on like, gosh, what if I don't know how to do everything? You don't have to know how to do everything. It comes down to honest communication. And we talk about how you can have that communication with your client or your prospective client. Um, and then we talk a little bit about strategies on leading the project with startups. And so the woman that Amna is talking to is a small single person, like one person startup and doesn't know much about the industry and needs a lot of support and guidance. Um, and this is feeling like a good fit for Omni. I realize this type of project is not a good fit for everybody, but we talk a lot about different strategies and ways she can help lead and manage and control the project since she does have more experience. Now, I want to toss out there that she doesn't have a ton of experience. Omna graduated from FIT in 2019. So at the time of recording, she's graduated. Um, she's been out of school for about two years. Now, she does work with a swimwear brand, and so she does have some experience in the industry, but she is still um, pretty young in her career. So I want you to know that you don't have to have 10, 15, 20 years of experience, even five to manage a project of this caliber. Um, You guys can do great things. And like I said, keep pushing and keep making progress and keep trying things until you figure out something that works uh, because that is truly how you grow as a freelancer and that is how you grow in life. Um, If you do want and need more support in your freelance career, Uh, We are here for you. We have our Freelance Accelerator program. It only opens a couple times a year, and I want to make sure that you know about that so that you can get your name on the list and you're the first to be notified. Here's what I want you to do. Head on over to SoHeidi.com slash freelance. It's S-E-W-H-E-I-D-I.com slash freelance, and sign up there. What we will do is I will send you our best freelancing resources just for fashion. They're absolutely free. Um, and it'll also get you onto the email list. And so you are in the loop when we open enrollment again, just a few times a year. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah. So let's jump into the strategy session with Omna and share all these great, amazing insights and tips about what she is working on and how much uh, ass she is kicking. So here we go. Hi, Amna. Um, So I don't know. I just know a little bit about where you are in your freelance journey and in your fashion career from um, what you filled out for the strategy session form. You are going after a niche of swimwear, which I think is great. That's what you graduated in. Um, you graduated from FAT in 2019 and you seem to be a little bit stuck reaching out to brand. So why don't you, in your own words, tell me, um, any other relevant information you think I should know about sort of where you are and, and what I can help you with today? Sure. So when I filled that form, I was like stuck in like my customer research form part of it mm-hmm. and um I still like you know I went through I had a, like a similar form for myself like that you showed in one of your recent videos and I was like filling that out and I'm reaching to people you know I decided to do swimwear because this is like where I work as my day job mm-hmm. um so I was like you know what I want to go in the freelance field I, before I was like really like not confident about going freelancing but then I finally now I'm like, okay, I'm confident. I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Um, so I was stuck in like a, 
in the customer research, I was like, you know, emailing people. I was not getting reply. And a lot of the email that I found were like info at mm-hmm. um, companyname.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I did a little bit of Google research and then I did a little bit of more digging to it. And I got this extension adapt which apparently helps you find emails from like LinkedIn. Oh, okay. So I got that and I started like looking at those friends on LinkedIn. I was like, okay, I'm going to find them. I'm going to find like a person, at least like a more like real email rather than, right. like, you know, just like uh, info ad. Right, right, right. So yeah, I got a couple of those and I was like, okay, I'm going to, I went back and like emailed those companies back with like actual email. Um, I did not have much luck into it. There was only like one person who replied to me and she was like, um, it was like a small company. And then she was, she told me like, um, you know, thank you for your email. Um, you can like, let me know any questions and I'll answer it. I'll like, you know, send them to the owner and she'll answer it. And I could not get on a call, but then I was like, you know, something is better than nothing. Yeah, for sure. So send her like, like I think three to four, um, questions like, you know, um, how, what is your design and development process and something about like on the line of like, are you looking for any help? Because I really wanted to know that part too. Um, she replied to the, the, those, um, questions. Um, it didn't really help much because they were like very vague and not specific to what I was looking for. I feel okay. like you can get those answers. Like when, especially when you're on a call with someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so from there on, what I did was like I scheduled a meeting with my um, senior designer that I work with at my work. Um, I, f- I felt that, you know, she has 10 plus years of experience in swimmer yeah. and yeah. what better resource could be than, you know, talking to her. So smart. So, yeah. Yeah. So I had like a casual conversation. I did not say that like I'm doing this freelance thing. Right, right, right. I don't want to. <laughs> I, I couldn't right. say that. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, you know what? I have like some casual conversation regarding swimwear so I asked her like you know where do you see challenges when it comes to like swimwear and then she told me like a lot of times it's with the factories and with the communication especially when you communicate with a overseas factory Mm -hmm. um, you know language barrier is one thing and you know being able to like follow up because when you don't follow up you don't get anything Mm -hmm. so those were (laughs) the few things that I understood like okay these are the things that uh, in the swimwear industry that like the other customers, uh, clients are probably, you know, struggling with. Um, from, from there on, I felt like, you know, I am like 50% done with my customer research. Yeah. And I was still like trying to find more people, couldn't really get anything. And then I was like, maybe like, let me just start like, like pitching. Yeah. And then that was like really the time when I got the email to be on the strategy session. And I was like, so I was like, I'm not ready. I don't have anything <laughs> to talk about. Like, what am I going to say? <laughs> like, everything is already there. Like, what I need to do for customer research. And um, that's why I was like really nervous. But like, and I was like, I literally emailed her. I was like, hey, can we like do it in November? Um, and then she told me like, you know, I might not get paid. Something might happen. So I was like, it's okay. I'll do it. Yeah. Um, and it was like kind of like, and um clashing with my work schedule but today I happen to be off from work um for because there's like a Jewish holiday so it was like everything worked out so perfectly that's amazing um, in that yeah. way yeah um so that kind of pushed me having this session I was like okay uh, because you know I was trying to like balance work and like whatever time I get after work to focus on this and on the weekend but knowing that I have to get on a call with you 
it kind of like pushed me to even like work harder. So I, uh, last weekend, I created a list to of like all of these summer brands that I'm going to pitch to. And I didn't touch the list. I have the list ready that I'm, I need to like send an email to in the future. But what I did, like I also went on Upwork and I find two posting that were like related to what I'm trying to do. Great. Um, so I pitched them and I do have like a question about pitching in Upwork because it was like very generic. It was like the post was like literally like one line that says, I'm looking for a swimwear designer to do my line that I'm going to launch in 2022. Right. Right. And then I was like, there's, there was like nothing about um, the brand name, nothing about what like exact services they're looking for. So it was like I when I was started writing the proposal, I was like, okay, from your um, videos, I learned that don't make it all about I, I, I. Make sure it's about your client. Right. So I really sat down. I was like, okay, I don't have any information about this person or this brand. But what I do know is like about swimwear and what's going to be happening in swimwear yes. in 2022. So I started with like one line uh, introducing myself. be like, hey, I'm like, uh, I'm a swimwear designer and I work with, you know, uh, this, this company. And then from there, I took it to like, um, I kind of like, segue into talking about hey in 2022 um we're gonna see like this trend like you know poochie inspired print tie-dye and some of those things and i i talked about that and i like talked about like i feel i feel like you're looking for someone who can help you on like from like i think start to finish yeah and i kind of like did that and i you i did a cta i was like are you available this day this time or this day this time and both of those uh, clients, they probably wanted someone who are like in the in that state. One was from California, one was like from Florida. And I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna let that stop me. So I, I just like sent the proposal to both. So um, one person replied from Florida. She was like, I really like your proposal and I want to work with you. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah. I was like so excited. I was like, oh my God, this kid, that like just that thing gave me so much confidence. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Like, because sometimes this feels like so unreal. And so like, um, they, oh my God, I can't do this. It's so hard or like something like that. But like that made, that gave me like so much confidence. I was like, okay, okay I can do this. Like, yeah, this is like the start. So, and it worked out perfectly. So I jumped on a call with her yesterday and we talked about a few things. And then from there, I do have like some questions that I want to like discuss with you. Okay. Regarding like how to like, you know, proceed with that project. Yeah. Um, so it's basically like, like a startup, you know, she's sure. starting her company and sure. like from like start to finish. So I had like, so I asked her like, you know, what's her inspiration like and those things. And I had a feeling that I kind of like have to like hold hand and like walk. And I don't really want to do that, you know, mm. like holding like a brand's hand and like walk through all the, all everything. Okay. I felt like there were like a lot of like, like, uh, like missing information. Like what's your inspiration? Like what's the vision? I was trying to understand the vision, but I couldn't get like a clear idea. Right. Um, and from the call, I, it was like a lot of like, it turned into like a sort of like a consulting call right? in a way where, um, I explained her, you know, because she wanted to like have samples by her side 
in January and I was like like three months away (laughs) yeah and I'm sorry to burst your bubble and I feel I was like I don't know how to like have a conversation without making it like feel like I'm like saying something wrong yeah but I was like you know I I said it in a way like it's not gonna be possible to get like production ready in three months it takes like a whole year she doesn't even have anything like designed (laughs) <laughs> no okay no. Yeah, yeah no she did have she said like she started um she got some samples and um but she hated the samples and few other things like she wants to do something that's like very comfortable and she wants to have a line that is like you know very supportive in the bust area uh-huh um and so I understand that part but there was like a confusion because she wants she's leaning towards junior as well as missy um so I'm like really trying to understand which one she really wants to go for. Right. Because those are like two different things. Like Very different markets. Yeah. 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 And then she said that she initially got samples and she said she tried them on. She hated the samples. Um, she asked someone else to try them on and she hated it and they weren't fitting. And then in my mind, it's like when we get the samples, we have like fit models to do the fittings. Um, so I was not like sure how it's going well because I don't know her body type, so I don't know what samples she's getting. Right. Um, and she wants to be like so comfortable. So I'm like thinking, should I ask her to send me some samples that are perfect to her body so I can start from there? Well, okay. So let's let's kind of dig through this a little bit deeper. So for first of all, I wanna say I really applaud you for using this strategy call as like a little fire under your tush to like (laughs) just continue taking action and not getting stuck. And look at what happened. You continued taking action even though you were kind of like, oh, my customer research is only 50% done. You went to someone within your company because you weren't getting replies from these other emails. You found the ADAPT, I think it was called ADAPT, the extension, um, to figure out how to find the emails. You got the reply. It wasn't super helpful. That's okay. Sometimes they're really helpful. Sometimes they're not. Instead, you took you looked at resources you had and you're like, okay, I'm going to go to the senior designer at the brand I work with. Um, so I love how resourceful you got and how so, so much action that you took over the last few weeks, um, just to like keep making progress and to just not get stuck. And, and I, I think that that's a really important, um, characteristic for being a freelancer, for being an entrepreneur, for starting your own thing. Um, you can get stuck and you can just sit on something for three weeks or three months or three years. Instead, just keep going. It might not be the right next thing to do, but just keep going and do it and figure it out and learn it. So I really applaud you for that. So now let's, and then you then you went on to Upwork and you're like, well, let me just see what I can do. Um, you took the, this, this opportunity that was a very vague job posting and you thought, okay, well, how can I apply what I've learned? And you went ahead and you gave some value by showing, um, you know, here's what's going to be going on in 2022 as far as trends, you know, tie-dye, what have you. Um, and obviously that caught the attention of this person. So a couple things. Um, you said, you, you kind of went from... She sounds like she needs a lot of hand-holding and I'm not sure if that's what I want to do to should I ask her to send me some samples of bathing suits that fit her body perfectly and start there. So what are you thinking about this project? Um, 
Are you thinking, you know what, I'm going to take it on just as my first project just to learn, and it may not be my favorite type of project. It may not be, you know, I may not love the hand-holding that comes with like a a one-person really early-stage startup, but I'm going to learn, or are you, because that's kind of what it sounds like maybe you're thinking. Is that what you, yeah? Right. Okay. So since it is my first project, I'm thinking like, you know what, I don't really know like how to work with clients at this one. And uh-huh. obviously I'm going to learn it as I get to talk to more people. But at this point, I, I feel like this is a client that I'll be, I'll be um, happy to work with uh-huh. knowing like her personality and everything. Okay. And um, they were like, I don't mind taking this one. I don't mind holding hand at this point because like, you know, I can help the other person and the other person can help me in a way. It's like a win-win sure. situation. Totally. Um, but I was I don't know how to like bring these conversation to her. Like, okay, because she wanted me to do tech packs. She was like, hey, I need tech packs. And uh-huh. then I had to tell her before doing tech packs, there's like, you know, we have to do digital flats that has to be approved by you or what design you like. We have to design something before uh-huh. going to like the tech packs. So I had to like kind of like bring her to earlier steps. And she also talked about she wants to add prints. Um, so, and then I had to like be like okay what kind of prints you want so it's more of like um should I take the lead on like okay we should do this and this but I want her to be like okay this is my inspiration so I did told her by the end of the call I was like hey I want to follow up with you on by the end of this week and what I want you to do is like have like a mood board where you know like inspiration like what kind of prints you want like a print inspiration silhouette inspiration so it's like I have a visual of what she's thinking for her brand because I want to make sure that I bring her visual to life rather than what I'm thinking because that would be more fair than me doing something and she's not she ends up not liking it because it is her it is her brand it is her baby Mm -hmm. so I want to do that so it's like I, I explained her the, you know, the print situation and then the flat situation. Like I told her, like, um, she asked me, like, hey, for the first timer, how many styles should I go for? And I said, like, you know, it's best to go for, like, you know, five to six at, like, starting point. Or you can, it's it's on you, but if you want, like, my suggestion, I said, like, you know, five to six styles are like enough when you're like starting off. And I did my research on that to, you know, yeah. figure that number out. Yeah. Um, and I told her like, I can help you with flats. And then, and I can like, you know, from there. And I said like, you know, you can pick six styles and I offered that I'll send you 10 and you can pick the six from there. Right. So I did offer that part which so good because I don't want it to be like, okay, six, and then I'm going to charge you extra for that. Right. No, I did not say that. I was like, I'll offer 10 and then you can pick. And I did offer her like if like the prints as well, but I feel like I have to have another conversation with her regarding the prints. And then if she likes the flares, then we can definitely go in tag packs. But um, how I have been working in the industry is like when we have like an inspiration or like we have flats, we get like samples, like reference samples, so we can actually measure for the specs. Um, so I feel like she doesn't know about that part that we need samples to like actually create the specs. Um, so should I be like asking her, hey, you need to give me, provide me some samples of, you know, the same way that you like or the fitting that's obvious. And she's, she, her focus is 
very much on the fitting okay. of these garments okay. because she says she wants to make sure that like you know um they're like well supportive as well as a certain type of bottom that she wants so should i ask her like hey like um can you send me some sample that you find are like the best fitting so i can take from there right should that be the conversation that i should have with her what do you think um <laughs> you keep cuz you keep you keep saying you keep saying what the next step is and you keep saying okay um i could ask her to do this i could ask her to do that should i do that should i do that um like i want to know in your gut cuz i here's the thing you know more than you think you know you you know more than you're giving yourself credit for and I want to be a mentor to you and I want to be a coach and I want to be here to help you, but I also want to train you and teach you to like have the confidence in yourself to make these decisions on your own. And even if one of the decisions is like in hindsight, oh gosh, I should have done this instead of this, that's okay. You learn from it and you adjust going forward because what I, I don't want to do with these strategy sessions, um, and I think can be very easy to fall into because I've gotten into this situation with coaches before and mentors before that I've worked with, is you almost just become too reliant on them. And you're like, wait, I have to get, I have to see what Heidi thinks because I'm not sure if this is a good idea or if I should do this. And so I want to just throw it back at you and ask you, like all the things you keep saying to me, should I ask her to send reference samples for the perfect fit? Should I, um, should I tell her that we need to get sample, um, samples done to, to get the measurements and the specs before, you know, we do the tech pack. What do you think about all these questions? What do you think you should do? So I was thinking that, um, to tell her, like, you really need to do the market research and like source some samples and figure out the best fit. Uh huh. And then from there on, what when you find like the best fitting the, that fits you best, because since it is a very big um for her to have the fitting. Yeah. And she did uh, like work with the factory, and then she got the sample. She hated the samples, as okay. I mentioned before. Yeah. So I want to make sure that 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 is her challenge. That is the what she's facing, like the fitting part. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I solve that problem for her. Hmm. Um. So I'm thinking to, in the follow-up call, I'm thinking to ask her, like, hey, I, I want you to, like, find this, the fit that you think is fits perfect. Um, and then really get to the to the part where does she really want to do junior? Does she want, really want to do Missy? Right, narrow and down the from market, there, yeah. Yeah, narrow down the market. And, like, from there on, like, ask her, like, okay, once you have the perfect samples, send them to me. And once she has, like, um, an inspiration, I can help her, like, okay, I'll design it. And from there, we can, like, I'll, I'll take those reference samples as a kind of, like, a template to do the specs. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, I think it sounds great. Um, I think your plan sounds great. I think, like I said, I think that you know more than enough to manage this. And... And here's what I would do. Like you said, she already has a lot of questions and she is new to the industry and the, and the swimwear space and, and it sounds like new to the fashion industry in general. Um, so this is a project where everything you've told me, it sounds like she's really looking for someone to guide 
the workflow and the order of operations and to say, okay, this is what we need to do now. And then this is what we do next. And then this is what we do next, so on and so forth. And so, you know, what I would do to, um, to, to present yourself as, you know, a, a really great candidate to hire. Cause it sounds like she hasn't quite hired you yet. Although, I mean, I doesn't, doesn't sound like you guys have talked about like pricing or what this all is going to look like, but it sounds like you've connected quite positively. So it could very quickly go there. Um, but I think if you put together in writing, it doesn't have to be anything complicated. I think it could just be like a high level overview of like, here's where you're at and here's kind of the next 10 steps that we would need to get through to, to go from where we're at to finished product. Um, or maybe she's not even ready to get to finished product right now, maybe just to get to first samples, first protos, um, or to get to like finished tech pack, like where, whatever the stage is that you feel like she's ready to commit to right now. Um, I would just take, and honestly, you could do this in probably 20 minutes put together a little checklist of what that would look like and the order of operations of things that would need to get done. And then you can say to her, I can help you with all of these things. Or you could say, I can help you with things one through five. And then once we get to this stage, it's not really my expertise, but I'd be happy to help. Um, I'd be happy to try to connect you with someone else who could, and you could, you know, reach out to the uh, peer chat group um, inside of Fast, and maybe there's someone in there that could do the other parts of the project, what have you. Maybe you can do the whole thing. I don't know. Um but I would present yourself as, um, I mean, you are much more of an authority and an expert than she is. You know a lot more. You're in this niche. You're in this in the swimwear industry. Um, and she has a lot of gaps in her knowledge. So guide the project. Lead it. Um, take control. Take ownership. Um, for a lot of brands, especially like a super small startup like this, um, where the person doesn't have any industry experience and it sounds like they really need help with everything, they are looking for someone who, um, this isn't always the case. Some people are like, I just need the flats or I just need the tech packs. But it sounds like with her, she's looking for someone to really, um, like you said, hold her hand. So I would just do that from the get-go and just start initiating like, hey, this is what the project would really look like from start to finish um, these are the parts I, I would be able to help you with. If we want to get to six styles, this is what I propose. This is what I would propose it looking like. You know, I, like you said, you would design 10, she could pick six, and then maybe there's X rounds of revisions or what have you. So, you know, and you could say like, does this look good? If so, let me know which parts you're interested in working on. And I'm happy to put together a proposal. Um, cause where I, where I have a little bit of a red flag and, is that you were saying like, oh, you already told her to pull her inspiration together and send it to you, and then that would give you a better idea of the design aesthetic that she's looking for to make sure that you can put together the right designs. And I'm like, well, that that starts to feel like something that would happen inside of a paid project. Um, now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that you're, you're just trying to decide if her aesthetic matches your aesthetic and it's something that you want to design into. And maybe if it's not, you're like, you know what, this isn't the right match for my design aesthetic. But um, it sounds like you're, you're almost on the edge of like getting a little deeper into the project as far as giving her guidance and giving her direction and having her start doing tasks that you're going to get feedback on where you guys haven't even come to an agreement on what the work arrangement is going to look like. 
Am I right on any of that? Like, have you talked about money or proposal or pricing or what this would actually look like or not really? So we, I, we touched on it like slightly and okay. like, because I was trying to understand, um, because she sent me like a couple of, um, reference images that she's looking for, but I felt like it was like all over the place. And then okay. when you're like this small of a company, yeah. you really need to like niche down to yeah. very specific. Yeah. So after the meeting, I did send her like a follow-up email. I was like, Hey, this is what we talked. I, I, I wrote down the, the notes that I took of like, this is what we talked about. Okay. And I want you to think about, um, whether you want to do like Missy or, or, or junior. And I want you to think about how many styles, um, you want. So I really like, because I need a number. Yeah. And I did tell her to like put together something so I can, I would know like what she's looking for, okay. you know, in terms of, because she did tell me slightly that she's looking for like, for example, triangle bralettes and she's looking for like a square neckline. I do have slight idea, but I want to make sure like it really um, comes from her. So it's very clear to me that she's looking for it because I don't want to like design a set and like show it to her and she's like no I don't I don't want that right and I don't want to like go back and do revision right 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 um well that's why we always start with inspiration whether you pull the inspiration or she pulls the inspiration right yeah and I kind of like yeah right right so I kind of like wanted her to do that so I can like I can take that inspiration and I can like build on it you know right because I need something from her to build on sure um that's what I felt like okay and honestly after the call I was like very like it was a lot of yeah. information and I needed, I was like, okay, I, I was like, I'm going to send you an email, separate email. And then I needed some time to jot down everything and figure out the next few steps. So I did told her that, um, she did agree to, um, to work with me. Um, and hopefully I can talk about it in our follow-up call, Yeah, which I am doing on Saturday. And she hasn't replied to me regarding like, the time but um she on the phone call she said yeah she would like do it on Saturday okay um so I guess um yeah yeah I think you're right like about walking her through each step I guess that's like she's really like new to the industry yeah and as for the money um this project was on Upwork and um her budget was 4k and I managed to get the project out of Upwork. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> I love so, that. <laughs> I love that. I always get like, I, I won't lie, I tried to get a project out of Upwork. When I was hiring the freelancer and I tried to pull it off of Upwork and he said something in the chat that he shouldn't have said and Upwork flagged it and I almost got kicked out and lost my account. <laughs> They're very tight, um, but great yeah, job but because the they take right? a lot of fees. Yeah. Yeah. Because here's the thing, I don't... <laughs> When we were when I scheduled a meeting, um, she sent me her phone number, so I talked to her on her like oh from on on her like cell phone rather yeah, than beautiful. talking beautiful. through Upwork. And that's why I was like I talked to her like you know, and I felt like in this project, I I, I was like very clear to her I was like you know what, it seems like you have to break down the project into like small milestones, mm-hmm. and I will be like making I'll calculate like a you know, pricing regarding like, okay, this project and we price this much and the next project. So I'm turning this one project into like multiple small projects so Mm -hmm. I can get like 
paid doing that milestone rather than be like waiting from like doing the whole project and yeah. then figure, thinking that, oh my God, I did a lot more work than I'm getting paid. Yeah. Or I don't want to feel like, oh, I did less work and I'm getting paid more. I don't want it either or. Yeah, that's so very smart. I, I did talk to her about, about like, you know, and like Upwork was literally charging like $500 on that. Oh, I know. They <laughs> increased like, their fees over the past couple of years. It's, they charge both sides. She has to pay a fee too, just in case you don't know that. So oh, she doesn't pay 4000 She pays like 4000 I think she pays like, I forget, it's like 3%. So that'd be like another three or how much would, I'm not sure. My math is not that good, but it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Like yeah. When, yeah. It, when they calculated for me, they're probably like, you're going to get paid like 3550 I'm like, wait, you're really going to take four. I know. Now you're down to like, think... yeah, 3400 Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. Um, so that was okay. a good thing and she agreed with like you know milestone and I asked her like do you want to do like um, hourly or project based she said she wants to do project based okay. and I kind of agree on that because since it is my first project and I feel more comfortable doing project based rather okay. than you know hourly yeah so that's what I'm like thinking I'm like thinking I'm like putting it into a smaller milestone and like kind of like sending her the timeline. Yeah. So she has like a very clear view view of like how much time it's going to take me to do the flats, how much time it's going to take me to do like tech pack, which is like a longer project right. compared to flats. Like I know flats, I can like bust them take, out. I can yeah. do it like in a, in a day or, so, or yeah, two. Totally. Whenever I have time. But like even tech pack, there's like, there's so much that goes behind it. That right. Especially when you're doing the graded really, spec and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 People don't really realize it. I do have a question regarding tech pack. Okay. Um, like in my work, I don't do specs, right? We do like sample requests. We do, um, uh, so we basically have like, you know, the detail sheet where we talk about the, the detail, what kind of stitch to use and yep. all of that. Yep. And then we send that to our technical designers uh-huh. and they do the specs, right? Okay. They do the grading and everything. So I was wondering, I feel like for this project, I'll have to do everything. But like for future projects, I don't want to do the specs part of it. So how do I put it like in a way that client understand that my, I'm going to do be doing just like, you know, the sample request. I'll have this like, you know, stitching details, all the construction details. Right. And they might need to get a technical designer on from there on. So how do I communicate that? Yeah, I mean, you can do it a couple different ways. You can decide and you can just say, you know what, um, I, I can design and I can do the tech packs, but the fitting and the graded specs is really a technical skill that's learned um, over a long period of time, and it's really a special, specialized skill. So that is something that um, you would want to hire out a separate technical designer or pattern maker specifically for. You could say that, you know, sometimes factories can help with that depending on what kind of factory they're working with. That's also an opportunity for them to maybe look for a factory that provides that service. And then outside of that, too, maybe it's worth... If you want to, like partnering up with someone else inside of Fast, you know, using the peer chat group to connect with, um, I know there's tons of pattern makers in there. I don't know if there's anyone that specializes in swim, but I got to believe that there's someone that's capable of doing it. And so maybe it's something that you could, you, you could say, um, you know, I just want you to know that like, and, and you might want to, depending on, on where you're at, you might want to like build that relationship up with that technical designer or that pattern maker first. Um, but you could approach it like, you know, 
this is something I have a, a technical designer that I work with um, who can do this and, and the cost is absorbed in the project cost and then you manage that portion of the project and then you pay that person separately. Um, or you maybe you could just say, I have someone I could refer you to um, if you want, you don't have to, you could also just say, you know what, this is not something I do. Um, you'll, you're going to want to source someone to do the technical design independently. Or like I said, maybe the factory can offer that service. So honestly, what it comes down to is how you want to manage the project. Some people are like, I don't want to work with another freelancer. It just feels like another, um, component that I don't want to manage or I don't want to be responsible for. Um, but that also could sound fun to you. Um, so you just have to decide what you want to do. And then it just comes down to open communication with the client about what it's going to look like. Right. So I felt that, that even for this project, I kind of want to take that specs part and the, the grading part and like give it and like let be open to it. Be like, Hey, um, I want you to like work with like a technical designer okay. on that part. Uh-huh. And I want to like end it at like just doing like the sample request because okay. I know from from the from like starting to end I can help you I can really help her with like that part but like when it comes to like grading I feel like yeah um, she should really outsource it to someone else yeah and you're right like I have actually been connecting with several of the fast student on Instagram oh great and yeah I, I, I sometimes I have conversation with them so which is great to connect with like you know um other freelancer who are going through and it's, I think it's great because like if I came across like if I come across something that can be a potential project for someone else I can like pass that information and then Absolutely. if they come across something yeah. they can pass it to me so yeah. I feel like that community is like very helpful yeah it's been like really helpful and I had a question I'll post it in there and then people are very helpful to reply to that that's amazing. So, yeah we can yeah. Like, definitely work on that yeah so so here's I mean, it sounds like your next steps, you've got a call with her on Saturday, which today is Wednesday, so you've got a couple days. I would put together, like I said, a high-level overview of what the project would look like, the timelines on those, what the milestones would be, and... you know, if you want, if you think it's appropriate at this point in time to take her $4,000 budget and you could apply them to the different milestones and say, this is what I'm proposing. This is how I see the project running. And then also talk with her about the, um, the technical aspect of it. And maybe you could ask her, you could say, um, you know, listen, I, uh, I don't have a technical designer that I've been working with before, but I do have access to a group of people who have a variety of skills in the industry. Um, is this something that you would want me to help like find this person and manage, or is this something that you'd rather just do on your own? And if she wants to do it on her own, that's great. Maybe the $4,000 fee gets adjusted accordingly. If that portion of the project is removed, I don't know exactly what the details you guys talked about. Um, alternatively, you know, maybe if she does want you to help and manage that, then you might have to like relook at the budget and like how the money is allocated. And if that, if you can absorb that inside the 4,000 or maybe it needs to be 5,000 or I don't really know. Um, but I would just have an open conversation with her at the end of the day. Here's the thing when it comes to freelancing and your clients, what will always win for both people, you, the freelancer and the brand, the client is open and honest and transparent communication. 
just put it on the table and say, this is, this is what I'm thinking. And be honest with her that you haven't worked with these people before, but say I have access if you want to do that. And you don't have to do that either. Um, you could just say, you know what? I think it's best that you find someone on, on your own. Um, but if you are going to help her, just let her know, like, hey, I've accessed these people and, and I haven't worked with any of them yet, but I'd be happy to like, you know, do some research and vet and see if they were the right match, blah, blah, blah. Just be honest about it. That's really all that it comes down to. Right, right. That's when um, people start to feel really good and they start to trust you. And these relationships are all about trust and communication as any relationship in our life is, right? Right, right. So I completely agree with you. Yeah. So I think you know what to do next. Um, you've got your meeting on Saturday. I would present what you have pulled together or what we talked about, you know, the timeline and the milestones and all that sort of thing. And, and maybe she's got some inspiration pulled together at that point. You guys can review it and you can say, great, I've got a clear a view of what you want to do. Um, why don't we, you know, why, let me put together a formal proposal and I can send that over and you can start with a deposit and you can get going. I mean, I think you're like ready to like fully close the deal. Right. What do you think? I think, um, yeah, I felt like a lot better after talking to you yeah. regarding this project. Yeah. And yeah, she did tell me like after talking to me, she feels like she learned a lot. Good. Which I'm, I'm glad that yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, one thing that happened was like um, the factory that she sourced with, she was not sure that if she should go back to that factory um, because she had like bad, like, she says she did not like the samples and sourcing the factories is not something that I offer because I feel like that can take a lot of time mm-hmm. and I, w- I will probably want to know how to like, you know, price that option. Mm-hmm. So I, I just like told her like, you know, like it's something that you should be doing rather okay. or like or something else. Sure. That was one thing. And the other thing was she wanted me to do kind of like her, you know, the brand image, like logo and branding, which is something I can do because I do have a background in graphic designing. Okay. So for for like, for that part, like logos and like, you know, hang tags, those sort of things, that should be a separate um, project and should be a separate charge, right? I mean, I can't really say, like, I don't, did she just say, like, I have a blanket budget of $4,000 to do all of this? Or, like, what did that actually look like? Because I, I, because I think the $4,000 budget was for just, like, the fashion part. And the I fashion told part. her, like, okay. hey, if you're looking for a graphic designer to do the logo and everything, I can definitely do that for you. But yeah. I did told her that would be, like, a separate charge. Yeah, then that's fine. I mean, what I think you need to do is you can't just like say, okay, they had a budget of 4,000. I'm going to do it for 4,000. You need to really look at like, okay, great. Your budget is 4,000. Here's what I can give you for that. Maybe it's only four styles. Maybe it's, maybe you can do six for that. Um, you know, you need to, and, and here's the thing with pricing that I, I talk about all the time. There's a learning curve to pricing. Um, it's like riding a bike. You could read all the books in the world about riding a bike. You could get your master's degree in riding a bike. You're not going to actually know how to ride the bike until you get on the bike and start pedaling and you're going to fall. Even if you have like read a million books, you're still going to fall. Right. And the same is true with pricing. Um, I could give you all the tips in the world and you're still going to learn and you're still going to have to adjust next time. And, and it's going to be, um, it's just a learning curve. So 
What I would do is the best possible you can, and don't overtweak it. I mean, four thousand is a very is a generous budget for um, a star startup of this size for this type of project. I think it in, right off the top of my head, based on what you're going to be doing, it feels reasonable. You know, she she didn't come out and say like five hundred dollars for like tech packs and six styles and all this stuff, um, mm-hmm. right? So she's reasonable. Um, but I would just do a little backwards engineering of like, okay, what exactly am I going to do for her? I'm going to do um, the insp- well, she's doing some the inspiration, but you might pull some more. I don't know. Maybe you won't. So you're going to design 10 styles. She's going to choose six. Then you're going to take those and you probably do color ups. And I don't know, are you going to do the, the prints, um, as well? Then there's time to a lot to that. Then, um, what part of the tech packs are you going to do? Cause I know you said you didn't want to do the graded spec, but maybe you're still going to do, you know, the te- technical drawings and, um, the BOM and all that stuff. Um, and then, and then what else does that entail? I know you said you didn't want to source the factories, but are you going to be involved in any of the um, correspondence with the factories to answer questions about the the tech pack? And then when samples come, you know, like you have to figure out what exactly you're going to do in the project. So what I would do is um, actually, so this for this meeting on Saturday, I would put together a list of the different parts of the process that you see happening and in what order, and then some loose dates next to those as to what actually feels feasible. And then I would say to her, which parts of these process do you want me to help with? Um, and, and once I have a better idea of that, I can work backwards into your budget and I can let you know what we can do for that price. And so then you get off the call and you work backwards and you say, okay, she wants me to do this and this and this and this. And you kind of backwards engineer. You say, okay, this is going to approximately take this much time and this is approximately going to take this much, da, 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 da. And and then you can kind of backwards engineer what you feel like your hourly rate might be into that $4,000. And then you could say, okay, you know what, great. I can, I can. Here's what I can do. And this is how much money can be allotted to each of the different milestones based on what work is performed. Um and, and this is what I can get done for $4,000. And then you can approach the graphics project and you can say, you know what, um, this is this is something separate and here's what I can propose for that. And maybe you ask her what her budget is for that and then you can backwards engineer into that. Or you, maybe you say, you know what, let me do this. I can, I can give you three logo options and then like two revisions and I can do hang tags and labels and, and some type of like cute exterior branding, you know, whether it's an embroidery or like a little heat seal or something. Um, and any packaging, like the poly bags and that sort of thing, if, if she wants to do that all branded, you know, what does that actual package look like? Maybe you propose that to her. She's like, I don't know what it actually cost, you know. So you just have to really guide and drive this. Um, and and just take a look at the numbers. And here's what's going to happen. You're going to do great. You're going to make some mistakes. That's okay. Be open and honest about them. Own it when you make the mistake. If you make a mistake on pricing, um, I talk about inside of fast how to deal with those. If you underbid a project and you get like through the project and you're like, oh my gosh, I did so much work for so little money. Um, there's strategies to recover from that and have conversations with the client. But worry about that when you get there. Um, for now, just kind of backwards engineer what you think that she, what, what you guys discussed she needs into that price and then let her know, here's what I can do for this price. And if you want me to do the graphics, this is the, here's the other proposal for that. Okay. That makes so much sense. Is that clear? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. It's more clear because I felt like there was like a lot. Yeah. That was like, (laughs) that came and now I feel like, okay, now I can like do it. Once I break it down into like smaller um, milestone. 
Um, yeah, it cleared out a lot of my doubts. Yeah. And you're going to learn, Amna, you're going to learn, you're going to make some mistakes. It is okay. Um, like I said, just own it. Admit, say, you know what? I made a mistake on this. I'm going to fix it right away. Like just own it. And, and, and again, honest and transparent and truthful communication is what, what creates trust. And that's what everything is built on. So, um, you're going to do amazing and you're going to learn, you're going to walk out of this project and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, that was such a great experience. And now I know how to do things a little bit differently next time. And here's where I did really well. And this didn't go so well. And that's great. And you make adjustments for next time and you do a little bit better and you make adjustments and you do a little bit better. And that's the process. That's with anything in life, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay, we are very a bit over time here, but um, are there any last-minute questions I can answer for you or, or um, any other things you need to go into this call on Saturday and absolutely crush it? Um, no, I think I'm at a really good place right now. I think you are too. Yeah. And I think you know so much more than you're giving yourself credit for. Again, like you prepared for this strategy session call, you kept pushing forward. You were like, you know what? This isn't working. Let me try something else. This isn't working. Let me try something else. Okay, wait, I can do this. All right, you know what? There's some jobs in Upwork. I'm just going to pitch them. Just keep going ahead with that attitude and that like action taking and you're going you're gonna to build and grow so fast, right? They say fail and fail fast that's exactly what you're doing. You're also having a lot of successes, um, but you had some failures and you're like, okay, that didn't work. Let me try something else. I love it. I love your work ethic and your drive and your attitude on this. You're going to do amazing things. Thank you. You already are doing amazing things. $4,000 for your first project. I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. Thank um, you. I always get like um, so much courage from your emails. Whenever I see email, oh, my students earned this much. My student lands on first project. I'm like, I can do this too. Yeah, guess what? <laughs> like one day I'll be the one. You will. Idea email be like, hey, Heidi, I did this. Literally, you this have. Day. I know you're gonna be in our on our email soon. You're gonna be. I know it. As soon as you start telling me about this project, and then you like really got into the details of it, I was like. Oh my gosh, you are, you're a success story around the corner. I mean, it's happening. So, um, keep kicking so much ass, uh, keep me updated. I would love to hear how this goes. And, um, yeah, I'm, I look forward to shining the spotlight on you and, and, uh, showcasing you in one of our emails. Definitely. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Amna. Have a fantastic day and good luck with all this. You're doing amazing things. Keep trusting your gut and pushing along. You're, you, you really know what to do each step of the way. And, and if you don't, you figure it out and you do something different next time. Definitely. Yeah. It awesome. was like really nice talking to you. I'm, yeah. I'm just so glad I got this opportunity. Oh, I'm so grateful you put yourself out there for it. And um, it was really lovely to chat with you. And yeah, keep me updated. I can't wait to hear how everything goes. Definitely. Thank you so much. All right. Awesome. Bye, Amna. Bye. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this strategy session on the Successful Fashion Freelancer podcast. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you listening in and really appreciate you being here. You guys are the reason that this show exists and continues to grow. If you are not already subscribed, make sure that you subscribe or follow. I think they just changed it to follow inside of Apple Podcasts. Um, to make sure that you don't miss an episode. Um, So yeah, thank you so much for listening. And I want to make sure that you hear the next and upcoming episodes because we have some amazing stuff planned uh, for 2022 and beyond. Gosh, I'm already talking about 2022. Ah, 
It's September 2021 when I'm recording this. We do record a little bit in advance. I'm not even sure when this is going to come out. Um, but that being said, thank you so much also to Mark, uh, my husband, who is the audio and technical engineer behind the podcast and make sure that everything gets edited and sounds good, as well as thank you to my right hand kick ass of everything Unicorn Terra, who helps coordinate the show and make sure that everything runs smoothly and that it gets published and pushed out and all the different things and moving pieces and parts that go into a podcast. It's a lot. It's kind of like in fashion when people who don't do it, they look at a garment and they're like, oh yeah, you just design it and you sew it and then you put it on the shelf. Yeah, no, it's not that. And it's the same with a podcast. You don't just sit down and record it and like published, done. There's so many little moving pieces and parts, but it's fun. We love it. And we love sharing this content with you. Um, so yeah, thank you to Tara and Mark for helping coordinate everything. And again, um, if you want to check out our free resources on freelancing, just for the fashion industry, head on over to soheidi.com slash freelance. It's S E W H E I D I.com slash freelance. We'll link to that in the show notes. And I'd love to share all of that with you. If you are interested in our freelance accelerator program called FAST, it does open just a few times a year. So get your name, um, go to sohidi.com slash freelance, get the free resources. I will also drop you into the email list, which will uh, make sure that you're the first to know, to be notified when we do open enrollment. Um, that gives you the opportunity to get on a strategy session with me, which as you could see, lit a lot of fire under Omnis butt to like get make keep making progress so if you're the type of person that knows like oh my gosh if I get this I'm in a, a strategy session Heidi would light so much fire into my butt to like kick ass and make progress then uh we'd love to have you inside of freelance accelerator so yeah hop on over to the email list and uh we'll share all the resources with you um you can also follow me on Instagram if email is not your thing so Heidi on Instagram and I share a lot of stuff there as well um okay All right, you guys, that is it. We're going to wrap up. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you in the next episode of the Successful Fashion Freelancer Podcast. Bye.